Open up my window. Hey, Kath. Hey, Dawn. Hey, Addie. <laughs> hey, hey, everybody. Kristen. <laughs> hey. Kristen's back. Photo Muse is in the house. is here with the cute little hey. baby squirrel that has given <laughs> Kathy a little uh, episode <laughs> of crying. <laughs> it was the cutest if you thing follow us on Instagram, I'm I was sure like... we'll post it of uh, Kathy losing her mind <sighs> looking at a little cute squirrel. Kristen, why do you have it a was... squirrel in your house? Bring us up to date. You haven't sat with us since we, I think we talked about UFOs. Like two yes, years Yes, it's been a long time. So this year I received my New York State Rehabber's License and I've been taking care of little orphan babies. I love that you nurse little mm. baby squirrels to be released to have me yell at them and punch at them. And... <laughs> <laughs> he is not coming anywhere near your home. Oh. <laughs> good, good. Please don't. Yeah. I love squirrels in other people's yards. It's like children. I love other people's children. Oh, stop. I, not love other, I oh, love stop. other people's squirrels. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's the cutest thing I've ever seen. It was like, I wasn't expecting a little. You said, I'm going to bring. Teddy. What's his name? Bop and Bops. You were like, I'm going to bring Bop and Bop. Teddy. Something a little teddy bear. Because, you know, you were saying Teddy. And then you bring out this like two inch little newborn <laughs> squirrel who's like, you know, it's like, oh my god! What sound did he make? <laughs> I don't know. Imagine if they could make a sound. It would be well, believe it or not, the other day he saw his vocal cords. And it was around feeding time. It was a little bit early, like a half an hour before feeding time. And I'm sitting here working. Everything's cool. It's quiet. I'm having a good time. And all of a sudden, I hear this, Aah! like, really loud. <laughs> and I jumped in the air, and I turned around, and it's a squirrel. <laughs> He's like, I want my food. <laughs> oh, my God. And now you have to, to have it over the winter. Yeah, he's not he's not going to be old enough to be oh. released before the winter. You're going to be that lady that has like a squirrel in the house until they're like, until you're like really old and it's going to climb on you like your shoulder and be like, I've got a squirrel. And you're going to start having an accent or something. Um, having no. a rodent in your house makes you have an accent, Kathy? Yeah. Like what change. kind of you accent? Like, you just change when you have... <laughs> like a pirate accent? He's gonna start sounding like a pirate. <laughs> she's gonna sound like she smokes ten cigarettes a day, you know, and has a squirrel. I got a, I got a squirrel, like you know, eating nuts. What was that movie? Was it the? I don't know. I think there was that movie. Change. Was it the the Great Race or something? I remember it was. Kathy I love Bates, the Great like, Race. And she's like, have a squirrel. Take a squirrel. And the people are like, no, we don't want a squirrel. She's like, take a squirrel. And then next thing you know, she's got an army of squirrels chasing people. I'm looking it up. 
Um, the great the great race is Tony Curtis, Jack Lemon. Oh uh, wait, that's not it. Hold on. Okay. Is it Rat well, Race? What? No, was it Rat Race? Rat race wait, it was the know. race. I'm gonna look it up right now. I don't. Yeah. It was a. Company. I just want to remind you, Donna. I know. I know. <laughs> Because they start researching, and then all of a sudden she's doing the Mahabharata, and it's three hours of her looking at them, trying to look at something. <laughs> but I'm telling you, people change when they have wild animals in the house. They do. Like, you have a tiger, and all of a sudden you're like, I got a tiger. You know? So, uh, I, don't know I don't know where you get that from. I don't know. I think I watch a lot of Netflix and I need like, you know how I, if I watch something a lot, if they're speaking, you know, uh, like in England, they're English and I start having their accent. That's, I just pick up on those things. I do. Kristen, in, on, <laughs> I don't. Okay. I don't have any. <laughs> on IMDb, it has rat race 2001 <laughs> and it has storyline. And then it has like a little blurb about the story. And then it has like tags so yeah. here are the tags. Mother-daughter reunion, casino, on the road, Nazi, squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> what is that from? It is such a good movie. Oh, it's so funny. If you haven't seen it, you have to see it. All right. All right. Sounds like we got uh, okay. homework to do. Sounds like we yes. got sure yes. an assignment. Kristen is the... Kristen... Kristen. Kristen is the queen... Kristen. It's the wacky queen of homework. <laughs> Kristen gives me homework all the time. She's like, "Do you read this? Read this." And then I'm like, "I can't read." I, I the first thing she read. did, she's like, "I want you to help me write the copy for my website. Read this book." <laughs> and I'm like, "Kristen, if you weren't my best friend, I would tell you, I'm not reading that book." <laughs> Could you help me with my website? Yes, of course. We were in the pool. She's like, great, I have a book for you. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> but it was a good book. Uh, yes. What was the book? What was that book? What was the book? It's called Alter Ego by Todd Herman. Oh, that's right. Yes. And, um, yeah, why did I read that book? I, I, I did get sucked into it. It was good. It was really interesting. And I yeah. realized that a lot of the things that he talked about, I did subconsciously uh, in my previous job that Addie is now doing um, at the Bardavon and UPAC. So go into it, Kristen. Okay. Tell us about yes. it. Yes. So How did it inspire you? Oh. Well, it came at a time when I had started my transformation sessions. And I had started dressing people up. And tack, tab it. Oh my gosh. See, it's the wildlife. I'm not talking well. <laughs> Tapping into. Just go like this. <laughs> Tapping into. <laughs> I don't make me pee. I got a voice pad on. Hold on. <laughs> oh my god. I'm writing down voice pad because we have a story to tell later. I've got a Break. We're going to have to do 
take a break sooner than we thought. <laughs> we, we can try. <laughs> okay. <sighs> I'll stop if you stop, Kathy. Come on. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> okay. 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 Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Deep breath. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Deep breath. All right. So. <sighs> so I had started my transformation sessions and doing portraits of people, ta Kathy, <laughs> tapping into their alter egos and basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. We've lost control. <laughs> Don't make me bring Teddy out again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna mute myself. I'm gonna mute myself. Just for a minute. Are you high? She said no. I muted We're her. We're on a podcast, Kath. I, okay. She's muted right now. Are you ready? Okay, good. I can All right. still see her. Stop. <laughs> I don't know if I can turn off her camera. I can only turn off her microphone. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to hold my hand here. All right. <laughs> so, um, yes. So I started the transformation sessions and it basically was about turning people into characters, kids playing dress up with mom and dad, individuals coming in for their own thing and tapping into something that's inside of them that is empowering for them. So the photo session becomes not just a photo session, but it becomes an experience. And then you have these photos that you look at later. And if you need to tap into what we created that day, you just see your photograph and you can relive it or pull out whatever it is that you need to face what you're facing. And it's something that was born from something that happened with myself and a realization that I have been doing this all of my life with how I was dressing. So around the time that I had been doing these sessions, I had a good friend who was in a mastermind with me pull out this book, Alter Ego by Todd Herman. He said, Kristen, you've got to read this book. This is right up your alley. It's what you're doing. And it was, it's brilliant. And it basically is talking about for business people, artists, celebrities, athletes, you name it. Anybody who is doing something that they need a little bit of extra to present themselves, whether it's a performance or their work or what have you, that they have this alter ego inside. And maybe people don't know about it. Maybe they do, but it's something of theirs. They pull it out when they need that little bit of extra to go on stage, when they need that little bit of extra to go out and play a game, whatever it is that they need. And so the book kind of just brought it all home for me and made me realize what exactly I had been doing. And it just was really, really helpful. What's the difference between alter ego and transformation? Uh, they kind of go hand in hand. So the alter ego is what you hold inside. It's maybe it's a name. Um, it's a character. It's a feeling. And the transformation is turning the person, bringing it out visually. For me, this is how I interpret it. 
It's taking somebody, working with them to figure out what it is that they want to tap into, and then transforming them into this character they want to be. So for me, that involves dressing them up. It involves going deep into the psyche, being present in the photo session itself. It's literally turning them into this character. Mm. Um. I just, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I just want to bring up that yes, I just I was going to ask you, Kath. With Kristen. That's exactly what I was oh. going to ask. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Kathy, oh, yeah? tell us about your experience and how that, how does it tap into either alter ego or transformation or like what was, what's your emotional take on that? Well, I have to say that it was easy because Kristen knows me, like we're family, so I didn't, it wasn't that hard to, when she was asking me questions about like, okay, you want to do these? I got the, first of all, I got a gift certificate from Chris Orlando uh, for me and, and Nico to get pictures done. And so we weren't sure if we wanted to do, uh, I, I know definitely we weren't going to do fairy <laughs> stuff. <laughs> I knew there was going to be no fairy shenanigans <laughs> happening. Um, I I, I thought a Viking being, you know, because you, your your tone is very warrior Viking uh, Norse kind of mm-hmm. feel to it, right? Yep. Am I, is I there? Um, I and so I I wasn't too sure until Kristen and I had a meeting, and I and it just didn't feel like me. I was like, you know, Kristen, I don't know, you know. And then she asked, she like asked me questions, and then all of a sudden I'm like, well, well, she goes, well, how do you feel? I said, well, I'm obviously very regal, you know. If I was to have an alter ego i have a um, an aries and i have i love being powerful i love being a leader i love being a ruler and that's why i have an issue with fairies <laughs> because i was bad at it but like but but i really felt connected to royalty like i always felt like i was part of royalty and what was interesting is that the work that Kristen did, I know that you're right here and I'm saying Kristen, like you're not here, but the work that you did, Kristen, uh, with, with finding the perfect outfit, uh, that quality of experience, like finding that outfit to put on or that represents this royalty that I was feeling shocked me to my core. Like I cried, like I really felt like, I transformed into the queen that was inside of me because I could relate to it. And I was joking saying, I need tea and blueprints, please. <laughs> like, I just wanted to, like, I just wanted to be like, okay. Um, I really felt very, uh, I felt very Royal. I felt like it was an opportunity for me to express myself, which I don't, don't normally get mm-hmm. to do in my present earth life, because my earth life is I have to be humble. I have to, I have to be, uh, you know, I have to kind of serve. So it's, you know, good to be the, you know, to get that out and, and do a total, you know, transfer, you know, that's the transformation is to be something completely opposite of what I have to do on every day. It's kind of like when people are, like a very domineering and dominant. They like to be submissive sometimes. Sometimes you just want to relinquish power. I had the opposite. I needed to feel powerful. I needed to feel like a leader. I needed, I like to feel that way. And I think that's my alter ego is, was exactly the queen. 
And it was an amazing experience. And I, I looked fantastic. You made me look really, I felt very beautiful. It was really amazing. I didn't amazing. make you look anything. You were already beautiful. I was just enhancing but, what's going Oh, see? Yeah, each up. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I'm going to throw up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you too. It was very beautiful. We'll have to post yeah, some pictures. And can we just say that Henry got to dress up too, and he felt the same way. You know, he dressed up, I'll speak for him, um, he, you know, he got to dress up as a king and, you know, feeling subservient or feeling like he's just, you know, the way he was, he that empowerment that he always has, he's a very sweet, sweet man, to feel sexy and feel like a king and feel like that, you know, obviously I need <laughs> maybe I should up my game <laughs> a little bit for him, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> he just had that, those pictures, he just... He embraced it, and it was like an alter ego. It was amazing. It, it really is an amazing experience to let go and be who mm -hmm. you want to be, even though we mm -hmm. can be that way. But I don't know how I look going to Hannaford <laughs> in a queen outfit. I don't think I get the same response. I think I look kind of kook going down, you know, going to the walkway as I go for my walks and just kind of walk very slow. Uh, it's not, you know, in a dress like that. I don't know if it's a crowd pleaser, but for that moment it's something yeah, to capture yeah. so i really appreciate well, that moment you fell right uh -huh. into it too and it's mm -hmm. also there's it's more than the outfit as well because i really tried to make it so that the minute you walked in the house you know the i had the outfits laid mm -hmm. out i had music playing so for every client that comes over i try to pick some music that matches the feeling that they're going for and from start mm -hmm. to finish to just try to make it this experience that's you're going to be able to remember that and feel that it's going to be very visceral. And so that you may, when you're walking down the street, you might not be wearing that dress, but you might all of a sudden hear that music and it's all going to come back for you. And you're yeah. going to capture that. I'm the queen and don't you get in my way. Heck no. <laughs> Heck no. That's how I felt. I was like, I, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. And it, it stays with me. It does stay with me. The whole experience. And um, I have a friend who, who saw you, and she was definitely a Viking. And I have to say, like, I saw what she's what she's been through in her life. And then the pictures, I was like, holy, just, it's just, you just totally blow me away, Thank Kristen, you. with the way you have this knack about bringing this out in people, what, exactly what they need to just let go, you know, mm -hmm. live and let go. Actually, it was, it's just phenomenal. Um, your so. friend is booked in two weeks to talk about that experience because <gasps> oh. she's going through or is, or had gone through. I don't know yet. I haven't talked to her in years, but I'm interested to hear about her journey and grief. And so oh, this yes, was part yes. of her journey and grief and mm -hmm. working through. And so I'm sure she'll talk about it on the podcast in a couple of weeks. Oh, but um, oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So it's not only I, I mean, uh, I always enjoy watching people react to Kristen's photographs when they see them and they think, oh, my mm -hmm. gosh, I want to do that. I want to be that. I want to look like that. And I think what they don't get is that the process is not just transforming your your physical look like what you look like. It's that's not it. It's not, you mm -hmm. know. It's not like a makeup artist that makes you look like uh, a, a 50s movie star. It's more like um, really the tapping into what that emotion is, mm -hmm. not just, you know, that you look like that. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. It's 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 from the inside. It's it's from the core of what you yeah. identify with. Then you bring it out in comfort. You know, I can't like like the good example is that I feel very royal. I know in my past lives not to be corny. I've I've have that. I have that in me somewhere somehow. And so I feel very comfortable in that, in that feeling, in that role. And I can't, I can, but it's not practical for me to put those clothes on, transform my attitude and go out right now and like go to the store or go to everyday life. That can be very frustrating. And that's why people, this is what I think. I think that's why cosplay is really healthy. I think that you know, people dressing up behind the scenes in their in their bedroom of how they express themselves that they can't be in the office wearing their uh, you know S and M clothes. But I think it's very important that there's something inside that feels mm-hmm. comfortable. That's that's very transformative. It's very comforting, and the fact that you can put it on and off when you need it, it that's the amazing yeah. artistry yeah. of it. And it, you know, when you need to put it on. And it can yeah. also be something that's very... Private. That's what I think. I mean, some people could be connected yeah. to what that character is on a regular basis, but it's something that's internalized yeah. for them, and they could pull it out when they need it. And uh, I mean, that was, in a way, that mm-hmm. was how these were born, was experiencing that myself. And I was going through a rough breakup, and I couldn't get out, and I felt trapped. And that was when I really embraced the Viking self. Now, I'm somebody who has all my life, I've dressed up yeah. in some form or fashion. I don't mind. You know, that's I like going out like that. And it was kind of going through this process. And I took a moment. I said, wait a minute. I'm this warrior Viking. I started sword fighting. I started kickboxing. I started dressing like a Viking. And it hit me. I said, "I." that's because I'm fighting. I'm fighting to survive right now. And that's when Mm -hmm. I went backwards and I thought about all the times I've gone through periods of dressing up and how they created a safety for me to deal with life. So maybe it was when I went to New York City to go to college and I was afraid to go to the big city at first, excited, but afraid. Well, it was no coincidence. I was also dressing like a a goth, you know, like stay away from me. Just I'm not, I'm dark. I'm scary. Don't come near me or you know, in high school, being a punk rocker, I was very shy. So that was my extrovert individual. So that yeah. kind of all brought it together and made me realize just how powerful dress and character and these alter egos can be for us. And whether it's something that's very public mm. or very private, they're just as, it's as powerful. You know, I was talking to... I, you know, I was just talking to Henry about um, when I was uh, 17, I dressed up like yeah. Slash and my friend Jen looked like Axl Rose, right? Remember that? I had the, the hat on and I always, like for Halloween was my time to feel like, to bring out my masculine mm-hmm. energy. I have a lot of math and I always felt comfortable. I always dressed up like a man. We talk about this on the podcast and it was like <clears throat> to dress up like a queen I think allowed me to feel my most comfortable in my feminine self where there's still power and yet I'm yeah. very feminine where I don't feel very powerful wearing dress and heels. 
I don't feel powerful. Not to say that's not powerful and amazing and women are amazing because we're amazing. Okay. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying for me personally is that I don't feel powerful or sexy in a dress and heels. I don't feel that way. And yet I do have this feminine side to myself and it's not like it's underneath. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm going to say this out loud. Everybody's going to know I wear granny panties. I have no need for lace on the pants. I don't. Um, and it doesn't mean I'm not sexy. It's just like, it doesn't make me feel sexy to wear lacy underwear. It makes mm -hmm. me feel annoyed. It makes me feel like I got something <laughs> in my ass, but I don't like it. It's not comfortable. And I don't pretend, see, right? But it doesn't mean I'm not sexy. It doesn't mean that like behind closed doors, I'm not like, you know, a passionate vixen. I'm just like, that's just yeah, the way I yeah. am. And so I thought it was very interesting when I put that on. I was I was closer to ISIS uh, than I've ever you been. You know what's interesting, Kathy? I'm just going to jump in because we just touched on this in the last episode when we joke about how, you know, of mind, body, and spirit, how we are so not, you and I, what we have in common is that we are not uh, our strongest, our most connected with our physical body. It's always the last of our concerns. Yeah. You know, I'm mental, spirit, body yeah. in that order, your spirit, mental, body in that order. And that um, right. this right. is a great tool to um, connect with body, you know? You know? Oh, yeah. And, um, Nice, and I do know that uh, what's interesting is uh, Kristen did my headshots when I needed to take myself seriously as a freelancer. And um, I was fucking exhausted by just being present in my body <laughs> for all those hours. You know, yeah. when people like if you told me you have to read a book for 12 hours, I'd be like, fine, that's a Thursday. Oh, kill right? me. I say that's fucking a Thursday. kill me. But if somebody said to you, you have to meditate for eight hours, you could do that with no problem. No problem. But if when I had to actually be in my body and be conscious of how my body was facing the camera, looking at the camera, looking at Kristen, holding my shoulder, holding my chin. I wanted to kill myself at the end of the day. I wanted to throw myself in traffic because it was so exhausting. It, yeah. However, I did feel that despite the 3,000 photos that we took, I think that was the number, <laughs> Kristen, we got 10 good ones. <laughs> I'm so not photogenic. That's how it always oh, is. No, right? it isn't because I'm just not photogenic. But no, she is. No, yeah. I'm not. You know what? No, I'm not. Say, no, no, I'm not. And I would be very yeah. happy to share with you. But uh, the 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 funniest <laughs> not photogenic uh, photo with me is, and I'll post it. Uh, I'll post it socially. Um, I took a photo with uh, uh, favorite girl gang. Uh, member Dana Steele when we were at the Rosendale Street Festival I was absolutely exhausted I was walking down the street and person after person saw us and somebody was like oh let me take a picture of you two I really thought I was bringing the joy <laughs> it is the worst picture I look dead to rights it is hilarious I showed Dana the picture she laughed so hard it's such a bad picture and that is you, that's my story with pictures, but that's okay. Um, but I will say that I, I, was, I will say that, um, although I have yet to do a transformation session, uh, I can imagine that it's, um, for people like you and me, Kathy, it's like, you know, a connection. It's really, it's literally a connection between our body and our spirit. Mm -hmm. 
Ask me if I want to play racquetball right. for eight hours. No, I don't. I don't want to play racquetball. I don't want to fucking play racquetball. I don't want to be in my body. I want to die. <laughs> it's the same right. thing. Exactly. Same thing. No. Yeah. Yeah. Some people love it. The marathon runners. I'm like, when they have those stickers on the back of their car, I want to just drive next to them and go, I don't get it. I don't. I don't. Yeah. How do you do it? They love it. They love it. But the same thing is how do people, people are say, like, how I do you can't meditate just for be 20 quiet. seconds in your life. It's yeah. the same thing. And I'm like, give me days. Yeah. Give me days. Give me days and everybody get out of my way. <laughs> oh, don't ask me to play badminton. Oh, ping pong. <laughs> so, <laughs> tired. Oh, my God. That reminds me. Bunny trail. Bunny so trail. Stay, Sorry. Stay forward. Bunny trail. Mm-hmm. Um, Go ahead. Last night or you know what, uh, the other night when we came home from vacation, we were exhausted and we wanted to just watch something on TV. Chris and I can never agree on anything. And uh, we found the Paralympics on and we watched um, the wheelchair oh, rugby. Amazing. Wow. Did you watch that? I watched and then they did the New Zealand. Yeah. No, oh, Great Britain God. won. Did you watch Great New Britain Zealand won. do their? It was, the, it was the gold between Great Britain and the USA. It was awesome. Speaking about people and their bodies. Incredible. Jesus. Anyway. Incredible. I love it. I watch the Titan games all the time, not just because The Rock is hosting it and me and The <laughs> yes, Rock are way is. back. Just admit it. But no, I okay. <laughs> so, but I do, I, I admire people who are physically, you know, in tune with themselves. I, I, I literally sit there with my popcorn and go, it's amazing. And I'm in awe of them because it's something that I know I could probably do if I just dedicated my entire existence to it. Like I literally have to give up everything, including relationships and go on survivor <laughs> to like kind of reset to me. <laughs> but I find it so anybody who can do anything that I know that is hard for me, I admire so much. So, and I, all right, I do love the rock. What am I going to do? What are you going to so do? So Kristen, walk us through what, a, what the process is. If somebody contacted you, like, how does it work? So when they contact me, I have a questionnaire that I send out so that I could get some basic information from them. But ideally we get on the phone and we have a conversation and sometimes they know what they want, sometimes they don't. And we just take it one step at a time. Donna, stop clicking. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kristen. I'm so sorry. We had a whole, I apologize. We had a whole meeting that Donna didn't freaking listen to. And she's driving me crazy. She's moving her head around, which she can't. She's tippy tapping on the keyboard, which I said, don't do. Research. She's got her seltzer where. And then she's filing her nails. So she's like doing her eyelashes and we can hear every fucking sound. And it is so distracting. I don't know how Do we I make need to it. send a squirrel I'm over so to I'm so sorry, house? Kristen. Yes. I think, yeah, no, because I feel bad for the squirrel. You need to send something else to her house. A singing telegram to maybe say, stop clicking the keyboard. Well, thank you. Okay. Go ahead, Kristen. Take two and action. Um, So, yeah, we get on the phone. We talk about what they're trying to achieve. (laughs) I'm not hearing it this time. What the fuck? (laughs) You are the worst listener on the planet. Oh, my God. Kristen. She meant to do that when I saw her The sisters are breaking up. We're breaking up. (laughs) Thank you, Addie. She put you on mute. Thank you, Kristen. I'm listening. I'm here. I put it on mute. 
You're imp- you're, <laughs> you're important to me, Kristen. Your work matters. <laughs> That's all right. I'll get her back. I'll dress her up one of these days. And <laughs> yes, we got. I'm happy. I'm happy to dress. I just don't know what it would be. I feel like. Uh, I, I don't oh, yeah, know. I, don't I feel know. like there's I nothing that's mean. hidden. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no mystery. There's no well, mystery to me. It doesn't have to be hidden either. I mean, it could be something yeah, that you true. just want to Yeah, write. true, true. Yeah, yeah. You, you could yeah. want to celebrate mm. something. You know, there's so much that we could really tap into. Yeah, mm. it would be a celebration of... Do you would, like, would you do like the... Yeah, it could be kind of a witchy... Witchy yeah, stuff? Yeah, we could kind of go dark and... yeah. Like but then I feel like I'm. Then I feel I'm just dressing up. Uh, Addie has something to say. I oh, think Addie's got that there was a shirt you wore to work years and years ago. It was like a white shirt that had floofy arms, and it was kind of like a hippie shirt. I think maybe we should do Donna as a hippie. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. She would. That's oh a my nightmare. god! No. <laughs> or I could do Tiki. Oh my god. We'll give we'll give her dirty toes with dirty toes. Sell peanut butter sandwiches to strangers. <laughs> Put stickers on me when I tell them not to. Bring her a drum. Oh my god, that's like my nightmare. That is like one of Dante's circles of hell that is for me. Nightmare. Oh my god, please kill Donna me. Donna will kill walk into now. her experience, and the music I'll have, it won't be recorded music. I'll have a drum circle happening. Oh my Donna, god. Donna, this is just for you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've yes. done, the thing is, I don't, the, I've done, there's a difference, it's, there's a difference between shamanic drumming, which I've done with journeying, and then just the random people just banging on things. <laughs> Like stomp. It's just the worst. It's the worst. Oh. I'll get the spoons. I remember, I remember wait, 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 when wait, wait, Sophie wait, wait. first got her job at the cafe in Woodstock and oh, and dad God. wanted to oh, go God. visit her, like wanted to like show support. So we show up at the uh we show up at the restaurant. And uh, we're just sitting outside, and it's right near the Village Green, where every Sunday there's a fucking drum circle, and I forgot <laughs> about that. And all of a sudden, people start banging on, you know, doing the drum circle thing, and Dad was like, what are they doing? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> what is it? Like, there's there's no dad, and Dad was like, no ma- like, bopping, like, making us laugh, because he was pretending to dance to it, and it was... <laughs> You know what? It was like kinder music. Was <laughs> oh my music. god! You know, like little kids. Oh with my sticks. god! Yeah, we have the sticks That's and then the nightmare. washboard. Wait, so Addie, <laughs> I feel like you have some un un. Um, I feel like you have pented aggression towards me by no. making that suggestion. No, is not there at something all. that you need to work out with me? I just miss you. I miss being there, making you crazy. That's all. That's it. You had to. Yeah. Because you are like, yeah, at work, Addie was like, um, I had Kathy in my personal life and I have fucking Addie at my, at my job. And she made me just as crazy as Kathy would. And I oftentimes would yell at her, Kathy, 
<laughs> Get it together. I make you put on Christmas music and run away. You know she does. She would put that's that's her famous. That was her famous move. Like Dad used to fart in an elevator and get out. Addie would come into the box office and put on like the happiest Christmas music, and then leave the box office. And then after twenty minutes, I'm like, why the fuck am I listening to this happy music? <laughs> Donna does not like cheering. Yeah. When I'm very happy, Donna's like, get away from me. I'm like, life is great. I'm high on life. She's like, I'm going to punch you in your face. That's what she would tell me. I'm going to punch you in your fucking face. And I'm like, I'm so happy. Yeah. Yeah. When I say I love you to her on a text when I'm feeling oh, really God. sisterly and I'm just like, oh, I just love my, I love my sister so much. And I just like, oh, I just love her so much. And, I, and I'll send her texts. Oh, I just love you so much. And you know what I get back? <laughs> oh, yeah, I, make I get poop back. But then when she doesn't send me poop, I think something's wrong. When she's like, love you too. I'm like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Something's wrong. She doesn't love me. There's no poop. No poop. I didn't tell you to shut the fuck up. You're like, like, why didn't you tell me to shut up? Yeah, I'm like, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why is there no poop coming out of here? Something's wrong. That's what I want. Why is there no poop? We never never let Kristen finish her process. Oh, Kristen, I'm sorry. Donna was so distracted. (laughs) That's okay. I'm actually over here thinking about what Donna could be, and I'm picturing a huntress. I know, I'm I thinking about it too. Like with a bow and arrow, or because you know, I tend towards the medieval, so yeah, I, I tiki, think she's a boxer, oh, yeah. like the old 20s boxer, like the 20s boxer. Like she's just pow, pow. I just, I, I feel she like, talks like I, you know, shank? I could be a prisoner with a with a shank. Like oh. that. No, you're like yeah. a pool with a yeah. drink in yeah. a. Thing that I do wear. actually. That is true. That I do too, do yeah. tiki. I do do my tiki oh, stuff. Tiki. That is yeah. true. That I oh, do. a tiki. So I think you should be a fifties. Well, I I, I do do that in my regular life though. Like tiki meets bewitched and smash it together. I do that all the time. Go. Yeah, that's true. We do. Oh yeah, tiki nice goth is a is mm-hmm. a, my a tiki goth is my out social like go to. What is tiki goth? Like what is tiki goth? Like I get tiki, so, um, I get goth. So imagine tiki goth. It's like tiki a, a necklaces, but they're like Halloween themed. Okay, or okay, uh, some of the tiki, some of the tiki patterns in a in the fabric of a of a dress could be made with um, bats and. Palm trees. Okay. Or something. I gotcha. There's there is a it's okay. it's an aesthetic that exists. I, I'm not unusual. Okay. Uh, you know, yes, you I'm are. not that clever and original. <laughs> okay. Donna's self esteem is I'm not high. high. She always tries to give have a compliment. Well, we told you how great you're like now I don't I, I'm really, a realist. No, I'm not. I'm a realist. I know what I'm really good at. And I know what where my talents lie. And I will also tell you where there are not so that's all that's all all right it's all, all good. right fine all right i thought we were doing solar plexus work <laughs> i guess not okay solar fine pl- i'm always doing solar fine. plexus work <laughs> i'm never gonna get out it's like if you you know like it's like the little kid who's a or who's a yellow belt for 10 years that's me <laughs> Oh my gosh. 
I think you would. I, th- I I think you should definitely dress. I think her your altar thing is definitely like a fifties, sixties thing. Like it doesn't have to go that far, you know. I think to do this to do this work, right, Kristen? There's no like. There are no boundaries. You know what I mean? No, there, no, there, no there, there are no boundaries. No, yeah. There is a style that I do tend to bring to it. So, for yeah. instance, as you were talking about that, and then Donna was saying, well, this is how I am. This is I do do this on a regular basis. So where I go with that is I start thinking, all right, well, let's just play with that. Let's bring it, let's bring it up. Bring up the power. Let's amplify yeah. that. And let's take it you a know step what would be, mm-hmm. You know what I like? Um, a sea hag would be super fun. Yeah, I can see that. Like Ursula from Little Mermaid? Yeah, but like, like my what own is a version sea hag? of it, not yeah. that. Yeah. But like, like Medusa a, under the sea. What's a sea hag? Sea. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> under the Medusa. sea. Yeah. Mm. So, like, like I crawled out of the ship at the bottom of the sea mm-hmm. to eat sailors. Right. <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Yeah. So, you know, the, <laughs> my face was confirmed. My head just went into a particular place because I had been thinking about there was a study that they did on children and how, you know, how children, well, you guys know about this because Nico was or is obsessed with Spider Man. And so a lot of mm-hmm. kids identify with a lot of superheroes. And they did a test, a study on children that showed that. When children emulate these superheroes and they're taking out the best of these personalities, that it actually increases their confidence. And it's really good for their development to Mm. have that sense of satisfaction in themselves and of doing things right and having confidence. And so I just took a moment where you're talking about crawling out and eating the semen. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Yeah, I don't need to get dressed up for that. Wait, I just had a moment of time. She said semen. I said eating semen. Oh my god. That's a different podcast. That's a different podcast. <laughs> well, we got rated NR seventeen today. Oh, it's NC, not NR. What is NR? <laughs> NC. But yeah, okay. so it just took me a moment. I was thinking about children developing with these traits of superheroes, and then we have Donna, who <laughs> wants to eat people and crawling out of yeah. the ocean. And- <laughs> <a shank. laughs> I want to shank a bitch. <laughs> I swear you think she wasn't baptized. She just wasn't baptized. What does that mean? Yeah, but if she's crawling out from under the sea, it's just she's like it's just funny. Baptized? Come on. Yeah, really. Yeah, like I don't know. I think they missed her. I think they were just like, oh, I don't know. You don't have to be baptized. It's so dark. You know what? You know what it is. It's it is the empowerment. It really like like joking aside, like you like coveting things is really quite amazing how you find such peace in me (laughs) just like hovering oh yeah you find peace in that like you know there's certain there's certain places we find peace in our transformation and what we Mm. identify with like the you know you you are comfortable 
in these roles. Like I remember when you did Halloween at that Halloween place, you had the most disgusting <laughs> role. Oh come yeah. To that yeah. Halloween house. Yeah. I want to vomit. She's like, she's like, come to the haunted house, go through it. I can handle it. As long as there's no clowns, I can handle it. Donna literally had like deer mm-hmm. intestines <laughs> in her hands. like, <laughs> And I'm like, first of all how are we related i feel like you know it's yeah i met like, years ago in the 90s i met people uh in new paltz who had the same passion for halloween that i did and uh they transformed their home every year it was le- it's legendary and when they were like what kind of role would you like and they had a theme every year i was like whatever whatever and they were like well how do you feel about being like a hot and it was a Egypt was the, was the theme, like, like Egyptian cursed uh, pyramid. Yeah. And they were like, will you be a high priestess? And then we did the trick where you, um, you have somebody who's wearing, uh, she was wearing a wedding dress. It was awesome. She was wearing a wedding dress and then you, um, cut, a piece out of the dress and you put like a, an aluminum pan under that hole and then you fill that pan you like line it with like meat like it's really gross and <laughs> fantastic and you know we we made like this incredible stinky sauce and I just uh, <sighs> and then so that was the plan and then they're, and they're farmer people. The on Halloween night, like our call time was two p.m., and I show up getting ready, and I have like really gross makeup on and a really crazy wig, and it's really crazy. And the son, who was uh, in his twenties at the time, was like, "I got a present for you," and I was like, "Okay," and he's like, "You're gonna love it, and uh, it's gonna be great," and I was like, "Okay," and on his way there was a deer there was roadkill and he took the deer and he (laughs) he gutted the deer for meat right he was draining it he cut the heart out and then he hung the heart for me over my head and it dripped on me all night and then he said, See? here's the intestines. And I was, and so I have to say, at first I was like, I love the idea of it. So I was really inspired. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's fucking amazing. And, you know, when we did the medieval torture dungeon, we actually peed in bowls of socks and burned oh. hair to get the smell. Oh my God. That's how good we were. And so. <laughs> first of all, I just want to stop you right there before I gag in my mouth. That at the same time, her sister's dressed up like fucking Robin Hood. I know. And I love that. Like, I love that. These are, these are my people who we, and this was in the 90s before people were so litigious and we were definitely poli- politically incorrect. And, um, and then, uh, and so I, I love the idea of it. And then when it came time to do it, I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) So I was walking around the house saying to myself, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I'm doing this. 
I'm going to do this. I'm going to put my hands in that deer intestine and I'm going to do it. And then I'd walk around and then I'd get into the garage to take my place. I'd be like, Oh my God, I can't do it. Oh my God, I can't do it. And then I'd walk around and there's Linda Brooklyn laying on the table with her dress. You know, she's all set to look really gross. Um, and, uh, and she's like, come on, you can do it. Come on. And, what's you know the year before i actually participated in the we belonged to a csa and it was around the time csa, CSA? supported agriculture and you had to work for your share at some point and i helped mm-hmm. with the chicken slaughter and it was like i'm going to if i'm a meat eater i'm gonna be very conscious of the food that i'm eating mm. and um mm-hmm. it wasn't easy uh, but I did it and, um, I did the feather plucking and, um, but still it was, it was harsh. And so she was like, for God's sakes, you've done the chicken slaughter. And I'm like, this is about <laughs> my life. Like take a bird's eye view of my life right now where I'm getting yelled at by a farmer that I should be able to scare people with real Halloween stuff. Yeah. And then the year before, visualize her sister dressed up as Pee Wee Herman. (laughs) It's like, how are we friends, Donna? My favorite year, though, we did Heaven and Hell, and I actually set design Heaven for them, and like we had a chorus on their roof, and I had it was really, really, really cool. But I was a demon in hell. There was a a new, there was a new volunteer. She She was a mom. And the people in charge were like, okay, here's the plan. You're going to have a small fire burning around you all night. You're going to have branding irons. Figure out how to brand each other. Like, figure out how you're going to use the brand. And so this this woman was like this uh, kind of like mom. Like, she was just like a crafty mom who wanted to get involved. And she actually came up with the idea. She, She got a side of bacon. She got, like, bacon and, like, put it under her shirt and so she oh, smelled like bacon all night because i took the branding irons and then pushed it right in bad. her in bad. her chest and she acted like she was it scared the shit out of people she loved it <laughs> <laughs> and i that's transfer and that you're there's transfer transformation well you know i just want to point up. out to you so and i think this is an experience a lot of people have you are bringing up memories about various Halloweens and what you yeah. dressed up as and who you were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people go through this. You know, we, we want to dress up. Halloween is always a fun time. And and I also see people who are afraid of the camera. Well, come Halloween when you're wearing a costume, forget it. You want to be photographed. Yeah. You're having so much fun because you're in this persona. And here you two are. You're bringing up all these memories of these costumes that you wore and what you mm-hmm. were feeling at the time. And Don, mm-hmm. you were not sure you could go through with the intestines and you were pushing yourself. Mm-hmm. And people were telling you, you can do mm-hmm. it. You can do it. It's the same concept. True. Like it's this muscle memory you have from an So outfit. what I'm hearing is that we're going to dress her up like. We're going to dress her up like Leatherface. She'll no. be right at home. I can't I be Leatherface. You, I, I can't be Leatherface. You know that. Memory. I'm afraid. No, you know. Kathy, you know that Chris Orlando had a fight with the guy 
guy who plays Leatherface. I can't. I can't do anything around Leatherface. I know. Like he literally had a physical. Well, I love that that was her. I love that she went to that she can't because Chris Orlando's mad at the guy who died. <laughs> Not that Leatherface was a, was a poor man who like was so scarred in his life he started slaughtering people. I love that. That's what I love about her. It's all about balance. I think I also would be a little afraid to dress her up as that because if she's going to call up this oh, yeah. alter ego of Leatherface, oh, I'm yeah. not getting alone oh, yeah. with Donna at yeah. all, ever. <laughs> We're going out. We're roaming the streets. <laughs> There's a, that there's was a wild animal again. voice. You can't do that. You gotta come oh, up with a new one. Yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta come with a new voice. I gotta come up with a different. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I had That's to use hilarious. my. That's hilarious. Hey, Kathy, you gotta use a new voice. <laughs> ago this week don and i decided we're going to get some equipment and look at us now not being able to use equipment. <laughs> we started out not knowing what we were doing and we're still not knowing what we were doing <laughs> nothing else we're consistent this is, what, this is what college really is for you right <laughs> fail my favorite is my oh, favorite is oh when my. people ask me advice about podcasting and because we've been doing it for a while and blah 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 and i'm always like i'm not don't ask like n- it's harder than you I think i have no it's idea how we think. do it it's easy but it's harder than i you say think. that i say the same thing they say how do you how do you guys do it i'm like well first of all you have to have a bossy sister <laughs> to make sure we stay in line you need to have one otherwise it's not going to work Donna keeps us in line the second is that you can't you know you, you need, I don't know you need <laughs> a Sophia and Addie yeah you need that and then you need you need a balance you know you can't you know you just have to keep going I think it's consistency I think we win uh, at consistency I don't know that we're consistent we really, we're committed 
We're committed. Yeah, but I think we're consistent. I said, like, there's an ebb and flow. Yeah. You know, everybody takes a break. You know, even on TV, you have yeah. a season. You know, yeah. I see it like that. And people catch up. But I think that, you know, we just, I think we were yeah. very consistent. I'm always amazed. You know, and you have to have when a passion for it. When I get the emails, you guys, it's dead on all the time. I am getting my emails on a regular basis. You have held on to, yeah, you've oh. held on to your, um, your oh, system. Oh, the Patreon circle. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, I'm always amazed at how consistent you. you are with Thank that. Thank you. That's hard to keep Thank up. You. That's hard Thank you. Thank you. You know, you know, somebody asked me, I think we got a new Patreon. Thanks to, I just want to put a shout out to our Susanna or Santosha in the house. Um, she has a friend who I guess overheard uh, Susanna listening to one of my videos. And then we did a Zoom and she ended up talking, I had a question for me and she was like, she asked me if it was hard, like, does it tire me out? And I and I, and you know what my answer was? was no because if it did i don't think i could do it i can't do things that tire me out again we can go back to the racquetball <laughs> yeah. uh, mm-hmm. situation <laughs> you know if it's too tired physically tiring but if you i i felt like well i do it anyway right i right. i get up every morning and i'm i meditate and i talk to spirit you just watch me do it and i kind of now talk to people behind the camera and say, this is what the message was. This is what I need to work on. And I don't edit. I don't take a shower. I don't put makeup on. It's not a show. It's just a message. And I think that taking off that pressure made it like it's a part of my day. If I don't do it, it feels weird. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's how you like your job should be. You should like it just feels like a part of who you are. Right. Just like you, Kristen. I bet when you do a shoot, it's like this is who you are. You love taking pictures and connecting with people. And it's that's not hard. It may be tiring sometimes, but you're doing it anyway. You're going to be out taking pictures in the world, seeing things that you love and you think that are beautiful. I think Donna and I are chatterboxes, so why not record us doing a, uh, you know, we talk at the, at the table. That yeah. was the whole thing, right? That Donna and I already sit down and we have these amazing conversations and we laugh so hard. And sometimes we talk serious and sometimes it's hard, but all we're doing is recording it. And I think that authenticity of everything that we do is what makes it successful because we're not doing it for the audience, even though they're enjoying it, yeah. we're doing it for us. I know that, I know that Kristen, you, I mean, I can't speak for you because you're right here, but when you take those pictures, when you took those pictures of me, it wasn't all about me. It was, you were, you were just as passionate and feeling it just as much as I was. And that's why it worked. And that's why I didn't feel like you were Mm -hmm. just doing a job. Like I was going into Sears and you were taking pictures. You were so connected with me and being so happy that I was happy that that that's how come it was so successful you know and when i talk to donna whether we're in the car or we're recording it's it it sounds exactly Mm -hmm. the same yeah it's not a it's like something that's just a part of us and that's why patreon when we do these videos it's like i'm doing it for me and if you want to join me i love that and you don't have to you don't have to if you don't want to you know, and, and like I always say, when we do these workshops or when we're doing things, if one person shows up, mm-hmm. we're winners. In life, it's not about, you know, what you can get out of it. It's what you what you can get out of it for yourself, too. 
And so that was a great conversation. Another sh- another thing I wanted to, to bring up that I thought about was I've had some new clients that are listeners, and I and I'm really excited about that. I'm spending a lot of time with our listeners, and I get the same question: is that they apologize for sharing wow. their emotions. So I want to say this publicly. It's my job. <laughs> my job. I love my job. You do not tire me out. This is my favorite thing to do. I love to make people feel like they've released and that they love they love themselves. And that's what makes me sleep at night. I promise you, you're not tiring me. It's not an inconvenience. It's not anything. I want everybody to feel good when they're having a conversation with me, but it's come up like quite a few times. And I I feel bad that you would think that they're always saying, I'm sorry, did I just exhaust you? And I'm like, no, 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 this is my job. I love my job. Do you know what exhausts me? My sister, (laughs) Donna, when she wants to rip out fucking guts of things and I can't sleep at night because she balance. scares me. It's about balance. That's all I'm doing is providing <laughs> that's balance. Just, that's not, what exhausts me. You can't me. skip around the neighborhood like Pee Wee Herman and Peter Pan all the time. People will think you're weird. I got to bring you down to earth. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Can't deny yeah. it. So, Kristen, you know, what is your favorite? What's your favorite thing about your job? What do you love about your job? I love... I love having people see what I see. I love showing them what they think they are not. Um, yeah, I have a lot of people that are afraid of the camera. I have a lot of people that are just afraid of some of these things inside or they don't see it. And this is going to make me emotional, but it's just, I, it, it just feels so amazing that I can show them how wonderful they are. It sounds cliche too, but to see them empowered and mm-hmm. that I can help bring that and that we're sharing this together is really big for me. I just mm-hmm. ha- I did some shoots recently where a lot of people dressing up and the common theme that they were telling me was I saw them and I would mm-hmm. I, I gave them a space to be who they want to be. Mm-hmm. And that says that that's everything for me. I want people to feel that. I want them to walk away with that, like this power that they have inside. You know, it's so easy to forget sometimes what we have in there. Mm. So how do people find you, Kristen? You can find me on my website, Photomuse, P-H-O-T-O-M-U-S-E, photomuse.com. On Instagram, it's photomuse underscore Kristen with an I-N. K-R-I-S-T-I-N. But if you go to my website, photomuse.com, everything's there. You can find me there. Mm. Yeah, it's the best money you will and time you will spend on yourself or somebody else. It's like the best gift, too. 100%. Hey, Chris, I couldn't thank Chris Orlando enough. It was the best gift I could have gotten. We had a blast. And I really, I did train. I, I felt like there was a change. I felt, I felt like there was definitely something a part of me that I embraced. You're and I welcome. thank you for thank that. Thank you Kristen. for sharing it with me. And it's always an honor when somebody can feel free to open Hunch. up like that in front of me. That means a lot. Mm. You guys rocked it. Mm. You amazing. Thank you. Thank you. We took a we'll share those pictures on social mm-hmm. media too. 
So uh, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> the sisters are in. You can also uh, support our podcast. It actually helps pay for things like this uh, new platform so we can try to be consistent and headphones for Addy, etc. And for $5 a month, you get access to uh, daily videos and all the videos from the past that we've posted. And you can find us on patreon.com. Search the sisters are in. You'll find us there. And Kathy has a really thriving mentee program where people actually learn uh, their own divination, getting to their own divine self um, on their own times, on their own terms, but with great guidance, right? You're welcome. Thank you, so, Donna. Uh, join us. And uh, I'm so happy that we are kicking this season off with new Addy, new uh, platform. We have so many things in the works. And uh, yeah, that's it. Anything else, Kath? No, Anything that's else, it. Kristen? Thanks, Don. I'm good. Thank you. Okay. Addie. Happy anything? anniversary. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Oh, Addie says Thank you. follow Happy us on TikTok. Addie's doing the TikTok. Yes. Oh. Kicking ass. Follow us on TikTok. All right. All right. TikTok. TikTok. For the old people trying to keep up with the world. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Open up my window to substitute outside.